0: So I've been listening, when I was a kid, until now, we've been listening to a Filipino AM station in the Philippines, uh, 702DCS. And this is not a uh, a non-profit radio station, so they don't have commercials to get money. So in between programs, they will do some... Uh, Bible, short Bible exhortation or announcement or poem and I remember this poem that I want to share with you just some of the part of that poem that every time I hear it it speaks about life okay and you can search it and google it and you will find it I've learned from Sevenos to DCS and it will just pop up the whole list of it sabi dito I've learned that when you're in love it shows Okay, look the person beside you totoo ba yun? I've learned that being kind is more important than being right. Correct, right? I've learned that simple walks with my father around the block on summer nights when I was a child did wonders for me as an adult. Yeah. I've learned that the Lord didn't do it all in one day. What makes me think I can? Huh. Ah, o oh nga naman, ano? Shadong minamadali eh. I've learned that life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, faster it goes. Yeah. So, yung, oh, yung mga adults, at yung mga, what we call, uh mo sa matanda, magagalit sa akin. But they are nodding their heads. So they know, life is very fast. Ano po? And this is our topic today. Life is a gift to enjoy. And our text for today is Ecclesiastes 11:7 7 to 12 to 8. And I re- I'm requesting everyone to stand in reverence of the reading of the Word of God. Let's read Ecclesiastes 11 and we start on verse 7. Light is sweet and it's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. Twelve one. remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near, of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them, before the sun and the, and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men are bent and the grinders cease because they are few and those who look through the windows are deemed. And the doors of the streets are shut when the sound of the grinding is low, and one rises up at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters daughters of songs are brought low. They are afraid also of what is high, and terrors are in the way. The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags itself along, and desire fails. Because man is going to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets." before the silver cord is snapped and the golden bowl is broken, or the pitcher is shattered at the fountain, or the wheel is broken at the cisterns. And the dust returned to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. May May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. Let's all bow in prayer. Father, we thank you because you are here with us, O oh God. I pray, Lord, that use your servant as a vessel. May the Holy Spirit come and who is the teacher to teach each and every one of us. And I pray, Lord, that you open our hearts and make it a good soil for your word. That, Lord, we will know you and we will follow you, Lord, all the commandments that you have given us. And may this bring inspiration, encouragement to our young people. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We can all be seated. So, just a backgrounder, Book of Ecclesiastes is written by Solomon, son of David. Sa Tagalog po is mga The Greek term Ecclesiastes means preacher. It is derived from the word Ecclesia, translated to assembly or congregation, what we call church now in the New Testament. So the Hebrew title for this is Kohelet. So some, maybe you you will see in some readings, they call him Kohelet or the preacher, which means one who calls or gathers the people. So ito po yung background of the book of Ecclesiastes. Now Solomon is giving a formula on how to enjoy life. Okay, so we'll pick up his uh, reading on uh, chapter 11. So, my encouragement to young people, yung the one who cannot raise their hand kaninang, ganan, Okay. so I give you a, a chance if you have time or maybe you have given a time previously but take time also to ask your parents, your titos, titas, uncle, aunties who are with you around you, ask them what are the wonderful memories they have during their youth. Yeah. Ask them. And then, after that, you can also ask them, what are your regrets in life? Yeah. That's one of my favorite questions to elderly people because I'm learning from their mistakes. And for me, as a father, I'm also sharing this with my children. So these are Solomon's tips on how you can live as a young people in such a way that you get at the end of your life and you don't look back and say, I wish I would, I would have done that before. So, para walang regrets, Solomon is giving us these tips in life. And for us, are there things you wish you could have done? Things you wish you would have done? Or times you wish you would have spent wisely that would impact your life now? So, for us older people, sometimes we all look back, right? We all look back on life with some regrets. So, This is Solomon's final admonition that we accept life as a gift and learn to enjoy all that God shares with us. Okay, young people, young adults, we must obey three instructions according to Solomon to enjoy life. Number one, rejoice. Number two, remove. And number three, remember. So three R's that we will discuss today based on the encouragement and tips and instructions of Solomon. So we will start in, number one, rejoice. Rejoice while you can. Okay, young people, young adults. Rejoice while you can. Some people think that the book of Ecclesiastes is a pessimistic book. But Solomon is not a pessimist nor an optimist, but Solomon is a realist. He look at things the way It is, kung ano yung realidad ng buhay sa Tagalog ba, okay? He learned this in in what he calls the school of life. Something that you will not read in books, something that you will not learn in school and universities. School of life. So this is Solomon. So he looks at life from God's perspective and from the perspective of someone who is wise under God's rule under the sun. So this is what Solomon calls as real talk. Yeah, marami ng ganyan ngayon na you know, real know. But this is the real talk of the Bible from the wise man who ever lived, Solomon. So let's start in verse 7. He's saying light is sweet and it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. Okay, light is a metaphor for life or goodness of life. And in contrast, in reverse, darkness for death or bad times. But there are two Hebrew words to describe the joyfulness of life. So one Hebrew word is tob. It's just a general term for good. Better than not. And another Hebrew word is matok. Sweet like honey, good for the eyes. So when Solomon says, light is sweet, he's saying life is sweet. Okay. Life is not only good, but it's to be enjoyed with enthusiasm as one might enjoy honey. That's the reason why if a preacher tells, Who wants to go to heaven? Everybody's raising their hands. Who wants to go to heaven now? Ayaw. Puyaw. ama ba? Sorry. Ayaw. Ayaw So that's the reason because we enjoy life. Life is great. Being alive is great. And Solomon saying, life is sweet. Yeah. masarap namang mabuhay, right? So life is sweet. In um, Verse 8. So if a person lives many years, okay, let him rejoice in them all. Enjoying life is not just temporary, but a lifelong pursuit. Solomon is saying, young people, and those for us, na past young age, keep on enjoying life. This is the encouragement and the instruction of Solomon is a lifelong pursuit. And we continue, but let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. Okay. Instruction to young people to take advantage of the days of youth before the darkness or days of darkness would come. He was uh, Solomon is not suggesting that young people have no problems. Hindi po or that older people have no joys. He was simply making a generalization that youth is a time for enjoyment before the problems of old age starts to reveal themselves. So this is the time of your life that you're young, a lot of things to enjoy, enjoy it. Because later on, problems will come. And you will see that from your ates, kuyas, titos, titas, and parents. Indeed, this is the realities of life. Solomon is a realist. So, best to start it when you're young. itap youth sa tabi niyo. Best to start it when you're young. Okay, and then he goes and saying, all that comes is vanity. Okay, there's a Hebrew word here. The Hebrew word for vanity is hevel. It's there and it's gone. It's like a vapor, a mere breath. It's there and it's gone. And you know, right, all of us were shocked last Friday it's a Japan story, right? The former Prime Minister of Japan, Prime Minister Abe was assassinated. And the world was shocked, furious. One time he was speaking in an election campaign, right? Later on, he's in the hospital fighting for his life. So, this is what Solomon is saying. Life is very fast. One day you're just talking to someone, and then tomorrow you've heard he's gone. It's very fast. That's life. So, two warnings why we should enjoy life, according to Solomon. One, you don't know when you're going to die. He's saying life is vanity, it's too fast. It is there for a moment and it's gone. And number two, the days of darkness or bad times or problems will be many. It will come. Again, King Solomon is a realist. That's the realities of life. One day you're good, later on there's a problem in life. Okay, verse 9. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth. And let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. It is a call. It is an encouragement to be happy and have a blast. Do you believe the Bible tells that? It's very frightening for a parent, right? To say that to their children. Go, go, go. Oh, I don't think there are parents who would say that to the children. But Solomon is saying it. Okay? It says, find out what your eyes want, find out what the impulses of your hearts are, and go after them. Wow. Have fun. Enjoy life. Sabi ni Solomon. And because it is in the Bible, it's a command from the Holy Spirit. Hindi tinanggal eh. So, it's a command from the Holy Spirit. So, He's commanding us to follow the impulse of your heart, young people. Follow the desires of your eyes. Okay. Your life will continue to get more complicated, so enjoy life now while you can. So, this is the encouragement of Solomon. Enjoy life now while you can. But yes. So every time, young people, every time you are reading the Bible and you come across the word "but," pay attention. Okay. Pag merong but sa Bible, stop and pay attention on the next sentences because this is very important. Solomon says, "But but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment." Okay? It's okay to enjoy, but... You're not. All our joys, all our pursuits and pleasures and happiness are to be controlled by the knowledge of God's coming judgment. Yes, we will enjoy life, but remember, there's a judgment coming. And God will judge us according to what we have done. Even ju- the enjoyment that we indulge with during our youth during our lifetime. Young people will have to watch their hearts and their eyes because either or both can lead you into sin. Diba? So, tama yung song ni Jose Marie Chan. Diba? From the very start, please be careful with my heart. Oh. Guard your heart, guard your eyes. Okay? It's very important because this can lead you into sin and you can find ate kuya titos and titas who fall follow their hearts and fall to the wrong decisions in life because hindi nil they never guarded their hearts properly okay so walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes it is not an encouragement to go on youthful fling Okay, huh? And satisfy the sinful desires. But it is a reminder for young people to enjoy the special pleasures that belongs to youth that can never be experienced again in quite the same way. Yung youth time natin, all the enjoyment that we experience nung youth ako, we cannot enjoy it again in my age. So during your age, just enjoy it. Enjoy being youth. Okay? But remember there's a judgment. Okay. This is this is what Solomon is telling us. Solomon's warning is an evidence that he doesn't have sinful mind or simple pleasures in mind. Okay? He's not talking about sinful pleasures. When you say, enjoy life, follow the pleasures of your heart and your eyes, he's not thinking about sinful pleasures. God does give us all things richly to enjoy in First Timothy. But it is always wrong to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Okay? So a young person who enjoys life in the will of God have nothing to worry about when Jesus Christ returns. So the key is, enjoy life in the will of God. Hebrews 4.13 says, And no creature in, is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Romans 14.10 For we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So, Brother Bong, how do we balance that? Solomon says, enjoy. Whatever your eye see, pursue it. Whatever your heart's desire, go for it. And then, we will face God in judgment. How can we balance all this? Okay? It's like in sports. So in sports, you play hard, you enjoy the game, soccer, football, basketball, sungka, You play hard, you enjoy the game, but within the boundaries, within the rules of the game. So that's how it goes. Okay? You enjoy life within the boundaries of morality that God has given you. Now, the big lie of Satan is, enjoy life while you're young, period. Ah, Diba? Satan will not mention about the coming judgment. Okay, he's saying, find all your impulses, sinful or not. Yeah. Let's go after them. As long as it feels good, go for it. Yeah. And that's the lie of Satan. And just look at the social media. Look at your Facebook and TikTok. No. As long as it's, it feels good, it looks nice, go for it. Sinful or not. And that's the lie of Satan in our generation today. So, be careful. The key is to have fun in the boundaries of God's moral standards. Okay, Number two, second Second R, remove. Remove while you can. Young people. Verse 10, remove vexation from your heart. Remove means tanggalin. Put away. Turn away. No, it's, it's straight as that. Heart is the seat of emotion that affects intellect. Okay? Remove vexation from your heart. Vexation, there's a Hebrew word here, kaas, means anger or something that provokes frustrations. Okay? Remove vexation from your heart means remove provocation means stop provoking God which is a sin. Anything that brings you sin, provokes you provokes God that, that brings you sin, remove it. Ang sabi ni Salaman. Okay? Remove sin or provocation provoking God in your heart, remove it. So, uh, Brother Bong, I have a question. What about those people who are pursuing all their sins, material, sexual, and others, and they are living a sinful life? And it seems they are getting whatever they want. They stay to live until reaching the ripe old age, and they die. It doesn't seem fair, right? Parang hindi patas yata yung nangyayari sa mundo? And Solomon already answered that question. They may get away with it in this life, but not in the afterlife. Solomon says in 11.9, But know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment, it says. So remember, nung we, we, we were kids, naughty, doing wrong things. Anong sabi ni nanay? What our mother told us, wait till your father gets home. Hintayin mo, tatay mo. pag ng tatay mo, lagot ka. Same thing to everyone or everybody who's pursuing a sinful life. Wait till your heavenly father judges you and tells you in Matthew 7:23. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you Away from me, from me, you evil doers. And as we go on, and put away pain in verse uh, ten, put away pain from your body. In King James version, it says, "Put away evil from thy flesh." So Hebrew is raah or evil or kind of evil that afflicts body, evil thoughts, evil deeds, etc. So he's just saying, put away pain means remove evil. Remove evil from your body. It's urgent. There's an urgency. You better hurry. Don't wait. Don't stop in staying away from sin. Okay? Don't stop in staying away from sin. Solomon is saying young people must learn it as an early, in an early stage of your life. As a young person, a young people. Because if you learn, like Joseph who run away from the temptation of the wife of Potiphar? Right? As an early stage, if you know how to run away, put away, turn down those sin that comes along in your life, as you go to adulthood, you won't have a hard time staying away from sin also. Okay? So better to start it when you're young. Do it. At a young age. Okay. So, I have a friend in Singapore, and uh, we've been good friends, and I've learned that you've heard the same story. He's married, the wife is in the Philippines, he's working in Singapore, and later on, uh, he had a girlfriend, and then they're living together now in Singapore, without the knowledge of the family back in the Philippines. And then I've learned about it. He's a good friend. And I keep on sharing him Jesus. I keep on sharing him the gospel every opportunity that I have. But I don't condemn him. I don't tell him what he's doing is wrong. I just share him Jesus in the love of Jesus. And then one day I know that all the days that I've been sharing chit-chatting with him, I know there's a conviction in his heart already. Sinabi niya, you know, Bong, I'm just going to make things right with God later. Yun yung answer niya sa akin. And what's the problem with that? The problem with that kind of attitude towards God, you don't have any guarantee that you will live long enough to get it right. Huh? Life is very fast. Vanity. So you don't have any guarantee that you will live long enough to get it right. And number two, you may, you may get a hard heart and not even make it right. Okay? Tumigas na tumigas yung puso mo and no chance to make it right anymore. Remember the story of the parable of the sower? Okay? Parable of the sower, those Christians... Pastors are the sower who sows the seed. The seeds represents the Word of God. Okay? So, yung Word of God, parable of sower, some seed fell on a good soil, rocky place, and sa path, or yung pathway, or yung road, or yung da'anan. Okay? So, good soil, merong rocky. Good soil means a good heart that can receive the Word of God. Yung rocky, there's so many things in heart that the heart, the, the seed, the Word of God cannot penetrate. And then the path, which is, represents the hard heart, okay? These are the place na, sa Pilapil or road, where the seed or the word of God fell, okay? So, these are the ones along the path, which represents a person with a hard heart, where the word is sown, when they hear, so the, the word was preached to them or shared to them, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. So the problem with a hard heart, according to the parable of Jesus, it's Jesus who is saying this story. Huh? According to the parable of Jesus, a person with a hard heart, Satan is stand by somewhere nearby. And when the person receives the word of God, Satan will immediately whoop take
1: the word of God.
0: So, the Word of God cannot penetrate the heart No person, cannot sink in because it was immediately. Satan is very fast. The word mentioned here, used here is immediately. Immediately when the person heard, a person who has a hard heart. Here, the Word of God, immediately Satan will take it. This is the work of Satan. To a person with a hard heart. Heart, So it's very di- difficult for a person for the Word of God to penetrate in his heart if he chooses to harden his heart. So hard heart, unresponsive, or a callous heart, as we say it. Soil becomes hard when too many feet tread on it, right? I think you know, right? You know a soil. And all the people are walking along on that path. Later on, that place, that soil, that dirt, will be hard. So what's the application? Those who recklessly open their hearts to all kinds of people and influences are in danger of developing hard hearts. So tama na naman si Jose Marichan. From the very start, please be careful with your heart. And that's true. Now, how do we open our hearts to so many people and influences? Cell
1: phone.
0: It's all here. Young people, are you looking at my cell phone? Or are you looking at my botak head? These are the pathways to influence your heart. Okay? At your fingertips. Aside from physical people, you have the virtual place, a pathway to open your hearts to so many people and influences and you are in danger if you are not careful. Sabi ni Jose Marichan, if you are not careful, you are in danger of having a hard heart. Okay. Seed never penetrates like a seed on top of the wood when the word of God was preached on the heart of that hard person, Satan will whoop! Gano. That's the effect of a person with a hard heart according to the parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4. So, many of the choices you will make as a young person will be absolutely 100% irreversible. Okay? You ask, yong, ask your parents, ask your titos and titas, ates and kuyas about this. You won't be able to do anything about it. You're going to reap what you saw. So, be careful on what you saw in life down the road. Be careful. Okay. So, some tips here. Be wise on the people you're spending your time with. Again, eh? virtual pathway to your heart. Okay? Be careful on the people you're spending your time with. How do you handle your money? You need to be wise at an early age. Young people, young adults. How you handle money? Are you a spender or a saver? If you are a spender, gastadora, when you are young, gastadora din kaya pagtandalin nyo. If you don't change. If your boyfriend and girlfriend are gastadora when you're in, your relas- in a relationship, when you get married, gastadora din yan. Right? That's life goes. Solomon is a practical realist. And if you are a saver, a young people, a young adults who know how to save money, you are a giver. Yeah. Then you will bring that habit as you grow old. And thirdly, the person, be wise on the person you are dating. My personal conviction, my personal training with my parents is a young person, a young Christian is able to date if you're ready to get married. And I am proud to say, ganun ang ginawa ako. I'm ready to get married, I will go on dating. My mom would say, are you ready to get married? Ah, Then don't go dating. Kaya nung ano na ako, I'm ready na. Hi girls! Hello! Right? So, if you're ready to get married, go for dating. Okay, this is my personal conviction lang, ah. So, it's up to your parents naman, eh. No? So, again, be wise on these three aspects of your life. Ano People you're spending your time with, how to handle money, and the person you are dating if you are ready to get married. Ayan. Okay, ha. let's be clear on that. Ay, sabi ni Kuya pong, date na raw eh. Let's go! Hello, ha. Hindi ganun na. Okay, when you are ready to get married. Sabi mo nga sayang people sa tabi mo, when you are ready to get married lah. Okay, ah. Okay. Let's go on, verse ten. For youth and the dawn of life are vanity. It means these precious years go by so quickly, bilis lang vanity, and we must not waste our opportunities for preparing for the future. Youth, this stage of life is a preparation for your future. Don't waste it, you know, young people. Don't waste it. It's not. It doesn't mean that these stages in life are unimportant. Okay and a waste of time. The best way to have a happy adult life and a contented old age is to get a good start early in life and avoid the things that will bring trouble later. Yeah. Okay? I hope this is clear. Sabi dito, for youth and the dawn of youth of life are vanity, vitality and youth are transient. Lang. Now your youth uh, last time you praise, kids. Then later your youth. Then later your young adults. And then later you have no hair. Ouch! Uh, Brother Glenn, sorry, yah. tayo. So it's very fast. It's very fast. So pan lang, it's temporary. So enjoy life as a young people, according to Solomon. Find what you need to repent and take care of it now. Don't postpone obedience, young people. Don't postpone obedience. According to Charles Spurgeon, youthful sins, sins lays a foundation for aged sorrows. Sa Tagalog, Yung mga kasalanan at kamali anati ng ating kabataan ay nagiging haligi ng ating kalungkutan sa ating pagtanda. In other words, regrets. Okay. So youthful sins in life becomes a regrets in our old age. So, young people, you have a chance to make it and start it right at a young age. Number three, and this is the last one. Remember, know and understand God. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth. Remember, it's not just think about God. No? That's very shallow. Remember means pay attention to. Consider with an intention of obeying. Yeah. And this is what it says when Solomon says, Remember also your Creator. And then also, remember also. Why also? Okay? In response to the coming judgment and because God is coming in judgment, remember Him. Remember your God. Solomon is saying, Don't just think about enjoying life. Don't just think about coming judgment. No more about your God. Okay? No more about your God. Seek Him. This is what also means. And then the joy and freedom and happiness of following your desires is never to be dampened, never to be hindered by the knowledge of the coming judgment, but only to be controlled by it. Again, remember the boundaries in the game, in the sports. Play it hard, enjoy the game. Within the boundaries that God sets, okay. So to be controlled by it, it doesn't mean what can I enjoy No, Sabi ni Solomon Solomon says enjoy, but there are boundaries to follow, there are rules to follow, and our joys and pursuit will be controlled by that knowledge. Remember also your Creator. Why Creator? Why not Yahweh? Remember Yahweh. Remember the Lord. Remember Elohim. Why Creator? Only a God who creates can hold man accountable. Only a Creator God has the right, has the authority and prerogative to hold man accountable. It's very nice of King Solomon to say that. How easy it is to neglect the Lord when you are caught up in the enjoyments and opportunities of the youth. It's very easy. If you are caught up with so many enjoyable things in life, it's very easy to forget about your Creator. That's why Solomon is encouraging our youth, remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Two choices in life, young people, young adults, two choices in life, understand and live within the boundaries of God to gain the meaning of life. Meaning, we can gain life if we live in God's moral standards. That's life according to the Word of God. This is true life. This is real life. Or, you can live according to your own standards, what the world is saying, what you will find in TikTok, in social media. You can live according to your own standards and forfeit the meaning of life. We have a choice. And it says... Remember the creator, your crea- also your Creator in the days of your youth. What does it mean? It means God wants the best of your life. Tell that to the young people beside you. God wants the best of your life. Pastor Dan is doing an announcement, serve in a ministry. Young people, God wants the best of your life. Okay? Give it to God. Give it to God. We continue before the evil days come and the years zone near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them because dark days or difficult or evil days are coming. So lay a good spiritual foundation as early in life as possible. Okay? Young people, never stop going to church. Always come to church. Always attend your uh, youth gathering or youth fellowship. Always attend care groups with your family. Okay? If you build that habit, if you build that, in, put that in your heart, you will uh, bring it on into your adulthood, in your family life, and as you grow in your old age, you will not have any regret serving the Lord. So young people, give your life to God now. Lay a good foundation, spiritual foundation, early in your life as possible. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. So this verse is just talking about the cycle of life. The rhythm of life. Huh? Sun is coming, later on cloudy, later on rain is coming, cloud will come out, then later sunny na naman. So cycles of life. Problems, good times. Bad times, good times, problems. So these are the cycle of life in this verse as a metaphor. And then as you grow old, life will be more complex and challenging. And that's true. As we grow old. So the next following verses are just the description of old age and death. And we will just go through it very fast. Verse 3 in uh, chapter 12. In the day when the keepers of the house trembles, it means shaking of hands and arms. When you grow old, shaking of hands and arms. And the strong men are bent, which means your legs, your knees, shoulders, weaken, and you walk bent over. Description of old age. And the grinders cease because they are few. So you start to lose your teeth. Naluna yung grandparents natin right, I bong, So you start to lose your teeth. Because last time, I during the King Solomon's time, I don't think they have dentures, I don't think they have implants. So when you lose your teeth, not forever. Okay. And those who look through the windows are deemed. Your vision becomes to deteriorate. Okay? Description of old age. And the doors of the streets are shut. Either hearing starts to fail or you close your mouth because you lost your teeth again. Okay? Tatawa kayo When the sound of the grinding is low, you, chew your, uh, you can't chew your food or your ears can pick up the sound outdoors. Or you, your hearing is failing again. And one rises up at the sound of a bird. You wake up with the birds early each morning and wish you could sleep longer. You know, yung grandparents natin, right? They talk so loud, they, they cannot hear you. Ha? Ano? Pero when they are sleeping in early morning, they will wake up. Tit, 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 tit. What's that bird? I cannot sleep. So, ganon yung mga old, my lolas and lolas. sila. And all the daughters of songs are brought to low. Again, hearing starts to fail they are afraid also of what is high and terrors are in the way terrified of heights and afraid of falling while walking down the street almond tree blossoms yung almond tree daw po when almond tree blossoms the color is white so it means if you have any hair out <laughs> left it turns white or yung gray hair pero i don't think i will have gray hair i still i stay young forever The grasshopper drags itself along. So, slow walking or dragging yourself? Okay, so oh, slow walking. Description of old age. And desire fails, which means loss of appetite or perhaps loss of sexual desire. Because man is going to his eternal home and the mourners go about the streets, which means death and funeral. Okay? Before the silver cord is snapped and the golden bowl is broken or the pitcher is shattered at the fountain or the wheel broken at the cistern. So yung silver and gold, they represents rich people, right? Only rich people can afford this, uh, ganitong mga precious things. So, that is is no respecter of persons. You cannot escape death and getting old whether you're rich or poor. Mamamatay tayong lahat. Hindi sa katabi mo, ikaw. Pero wag muna. Yeah. Sagutin mo siya, ayoko pa. I will enjoy life first. yeah. Okay? So, and the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Again, Solomon is getting right back into the judgment, into accountability facing God. Vanity of vanity says the preacher. All is vanity. Life is short. While you're young, young people, young adults, you better understand what matters most. In application, are you rejoicing? Is there something you want to do that is within God's boundary, and you're not doing it because you don't have time? Do it, have fun. That's the tips of Solomon in Ecclesiastes. Are you removing? Are there sins in your life, hidden or public, that will cause you problems and consequences down the road that you know you ought to be dealing with in removing now, but you're not doing it? Don't postpone obedience. This is what Solomon is telling not just the young people, but to all of us. Are you remembering? Do you have a devotion time or quiet time? Do you spend time with your Creator? Do you remember Him? And I will end in the thoughts of Warren B. When you look at life without an et- et- eternal perspective, when, we, when you look at life under the sun, Everything thus seems vain. Gulang kuwenta. But when you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. One day we will face God. No one will escape. Every one of us will face our Creator, and we will take account. Okay. And only what matters is the eternal things that we do for God. Yun yung magtatagal. That's the one will last. So, young people, establish your spiritual foundation early in life. And for us adults, let's continue to pursue God. Life is a gift to enjoy. Rejoice, remove, and remember. Let's all bow in prayer. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the richness of your word. And for the encouragement that we have. Lord, we pray that our young people will be encouraged, equipped, and challenged by the Holy Spirit in this message, O oh God. And Lord, as we have studied, I pray that they will be equipped and that they will have a very firm spiritual foundation at a young age. Bring a lot of good people in their lives, Lord. Mentors family members, and friends who will help them on their spiritual journey as they grow in you, Lord, even in their young age. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue to minister to us with all these words and encouragement that comes from your word. Bless each and every heart tonight. Lord, thank you for this day. And, Lord, we continue to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And everyone will say amen and amen and amen. God bless you, Paul.
1: Thank you, uh, Brother Bong, for that message. Uh, I hope that uh, we've all been warned by the Word of God to enjoy life, to remove those vexations, and to remember our Creator. Let us all stand to receive the benediction. May the love of God, the Father Almighty, and may the saving power of our Lord Jesus Christ, His Son, and may the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore in the mighty name of our triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the people of God will respond with amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, my dear brothers and sisters uh, who have joined us today in person. And for those of you who join us online, join us again next week as we worship God. Have a blessed uh, day and uh, see you again next Sunday.